Are you tired of watching the same guys catch fish over and over and over again? Trust me, I've been there a hundred times. I've also been the guy on the other end of the spectrum doing the schooling. Today, I'm going over how to develop yourself as an angler, which in my opinion, these topics that we're covering today are probably the most important concepts to take on and master. Welcome to the Obsidian Fishing Podcast. If you're joining me for the first time, my mission is to help you guys catch more fish. That is my goal. I try to cover a range of topics and species of fish with the lessons that I have learned and how anglers are developing around the country to catch more fish. Our time on the water is limited, and I'm doing my best so that you can make the most of it. You can find me on Instagram and YouTube, Obsidian Fishing. Enough said, let's jump right into it. I'm going to start this podcast out with a story. Go ahead and set the scene for you guys. I was new to Southern California, just got stationed out here in the Navy, and we went out to the Coronado Islands yellowtail fishing, and I got absolutely schooled yellowtail fishing for my first time. I was watching everybody else catch fish around me, but I was not catching any. My wife was asking me what was going on. She was, she knows we usually catch fish when we go, but it was not happening. I was fishing right next to this older lady, and she was just hooking them like she would hook one, fight it, land it, and then, you know, five, ten minutes later, on repeat. She was just wailing on them. I asked her, I was like, well, what'd you do? She's like, I'm cranking really fast. And I was asking her what color jig she had, scrambled eggs. I didn't have any scrambled eggs, jigs. I had like some blue and white because blue and white has always worked well for me. And I finally hooked one. And when I did, it was because I was cranking as fast as I could. And I underestimated those fish. When you're new to an area, it's easy to underestimate, overestimate, or just not quite grasp the specifics of the concepts of how the fishing is done in the area that works well things that do work on the east coast can work on the west coast vice versa but there are specifics that you guys have to master or you really have to pay attention to the details you know leader size what weight what size jig what color jigs work that kind of thing so that lady she uh helped my wife catch three or four yellowtail that day because she, she got tired of catching them. And uh, I think my wife was the only other girl on the boat. And my wife had an awesome time with her. And I probably caught one or two yellowtail <laughs> that day. So it was just one of those days. And it, it always happens when you're kind of new to an area. You've got to be like a sponge learning everything. So here's a couple thoughts on how I absorb things or try to improve myself or develop as an angler. One, you always want to be open to learning and trying new things. Don't be stubborn. If you see somebody catch one and you're doing something you know, kind of similar, I would maybe hold off before you go asking them, hey, what'd you do? How'd you do it? Blah, 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 blah. What are you using? You know, if you know your stuff works, maybe just give it a little bit and you, you know, you should hook one. If you're not hooking one, everybody else is, that's when you want to start asking questions. What size hooks? What size leader? What color, you know, jig or lure they're using? Something like that. 
what's the action that's a really key piece of information a lot of people don't understand the action or the presentation can completely like I've been on a boat before where people are throwing sardines out but they're not throwing them in the chum where those tuna are actively feeding the strike zone people don't understand that like the strike zone concept in Southern California in my opinion some people do but majority of them don't, especially people who are, who are doing, you know, the rental rod thing. They're throwing a sardine on the hook, you know, plopping it out two feet away from the boat with their conventional rod and reel. And the sardine's not swimming towards that strike zone because he, he knows what's going on, right? Some days it works. Some days, you know, tunas are, and yellowtail are chewing the paint off the side of the boat. So paying attention to what everybody is doing that is catching fish that day is very important. You know, you want to be very observant, ask questions, be friendly with people. Don't let your ego get in the way. I have no problem asking a dude like, hey, man, how'd you do it? You know, because <laughs> like if, if he's going to be nice enough to tell me, I'm going to, you know, take that information on board and I'm going to apply it and, you know, try to start catching fish as soon as possible. Number two, evolution is key. So once you kind of master a concept or you learn how to work that jig or present it, and, you know, and you're understanding where the strike zone is and, you know, what size hooks, leaders, and all that kind of thing where you can kind of, like, read the situation, adapt to it, and be successful. Once you have, like, mastered those basics and you've got some trips under your belt, you're going to evolve as an angler. Some people I've noticed, you know, including myself, I've got stuck in, stuck in my ways, like being stubborn or something. You know, it's like, especially in Southern California, there's always like this hot new lure every year. One year it's flat falls, one year it's, you know, knife jigs, the next year it's a clear topwater lure. And like those things are always going to work. And like when I was in high school, I was catching fish on a clear topwater lure. It's nothing new. It's just like, you know, a hot idea, hot topic, you know, new lure. People want to spend money. I'm guilty of it. And you want to be open to those things that are going to make you evolve, right? Because certain situations may fit, and other days they may not fit that puzzle that you're trying to solve of putting fish in the boat. So build your confidence, but then you also want to be constantly evolving, trying new things, seeing what everybody else is doing, trying new lures, you know. And then also a key part of evolution is learning from your failures what not to do. Almost every time I go fishing, I am like, man... I learned something something today that I am never going to do again, <laughs> you know, and that's how you make the jump from good to professional or novice to good is the evolution, but it takes time, it takes days on the water. How I usually attack a day is I'll talk to the guys at the tackle shop, see what they're saying, I'll read reports online, and then we show up, so that's how I kind of like prepare the night before. And then once we get to the boat, obviously, I always try to talk to the mates. They're going to do like a little presentation on how they've been catching them lately and any like key factors that they've noticed. But I'll, I'll try to pull one aside and be like, hey, man, does my rig look good to you? Anything you recommend? Always be open to other people's advice, especially those guys that are working on the boat every day. I'm not saying take everybody's advice, but, you know, just listen to them because the craziest thing or like the worst looking rig is the rig that catches fish it, it just 
is sometimes. And you don't want to be stubborn and let your ego get in the way. So once I've talked to the guys at the tackle shop online, talked to the mates, I pretty much make my mind up on what my game plan is for that day. And I'm going to junk fish. And what I mean by junk fish is have a little bit of everything tied on, ready to go, right? Like I'm going to have my dropper loop. I'm going to have my fly line. I'm going to have my jig, my top water, anything else. And when you're junk fishing, I got that term from bass fishing. And basically it's you go into the day with an open mind. You look at a situation and you pick the best option for that situation. You don't want to get stuck in. All right, last three days, they've been catching them on knife jigs at 200 feet of water. Well, the day you go fishing, the tuna might be popping, you know, and you're catching them on 60-pound fly lines out the back, you know, on first cast. So don't get stuck in one preconceived idea of how the fish should be biting. I also start the day with the things that I have confidence in, things that I have caught fish on before, you know, certain jigs, and if a guy is like throwing an iron, you know, I honestly have not caught a whole lot of fish throwing an iron out and cranking it back in as fast as I can. I, it, it just hasn't worked. I, like, I haven't committed to it. And then the times I have tried it, I just haven't had much luck on it. So I usually go with a different presentation. So you want to have that confidence with your stuff. Like you don't want to be going to the tackle box every five minutes tying a new jig on or trying a different rig you know like if, if you're dropping a jig and you're you know doing the flat falls stick with that for an hour or two don't do a flat fall for 10 minutes and then start throwing an iron for 10 minutes and then you go do a dropper loop and then a flat like stick with a couple things until you start seeing a pattern evolve through the day you know sometimes those patterns are short-lived you know and it varies from school fish to school fish but if you notice a guy is, you know, catch my vertical jigging and maybe somebody else has, you know, put that dropper loop down, switch the jig, something like that. You got to be able to adjust and have the confidence in what you're adjusting to and then what you're starting the day in as well. With that being said, I think it's better to be great at two things rather than okay at six. And what I mean by that is, like, I have a jig the Shimano Colt Sniper, I know when those fish kind of quit eating the fly lines, I can drop that thing under the boat and start cranking it in, smoking it to the top. And I can probably catch one of those fish that aren't actively feeding on fly line sardines anymore. They were, they, you know, people caught a couple, they got skittish, but now I'm transitioning to that Colt Sniper. It's a different presentation. It's a lower in the water column, not, not as close as the boat. So, you know, just because somebody caught one yellow fin on iron, maybe don't go and do that. Like, stick to those two things. You're like, man, I know I can catch fish on a fly line. I know I can catch them on a cold sniper. So I'm going to try those two, two things real hard before I start, like, trying something out left field that you have no experience. But, stop my foot here. That is how you evolve as well as trying new things. But do that when you've kind of been proven wrong throughout the day or you know a couple fish been caught and you're, <laughs> you're not getting any bites don't be afraid to change it up sometimes you just aren't getting bit I've seen that happen before <laughs> it's happened to me 
I've seen it to, you know, I've done, people were like, we've been trout fishing and I catch one every cast. My buddy's throwing the same spot, same lure, same everything. He's just not catching them. It is what it is. You know, it, some days just go like that. Don't take them personal. You know, it happens to the best of us. Some days you go out and smoke them. Other days you just don't get bit. But you want to have that confidence and you want to make sure you're doing everything you can like if somebody's smoking them on a vertical jig, I'm going to go up there. I'm going to fish like right next to them or like at least watch them. Sometimes it's better to take a pause, watch what they're doing. You know, are they doing long strokes and or short strokes, you know, pay attention to what they're doing. And like, what, how's their reel? Do they have a high gear ratio reel? Is it, you know, low gear ratio reel? Is he cranking up slack when he's, you know, yanking it up or is he just letting it fall back down and giving it a fresh pot, you know, jerk? Those key little differences can make all the difference in the presentation that the fish are on that day. So put every odd in your favor that you can. You're being observant, you're using the right gear, you're doing the right presentation. And if it's still not working, don't be afraid to like go ask somebody. Most fishermen are cool. They're going to say, yeah, man, this is what I'm doing, X, Y, and Z. This is the jig weight that i'm using too you know sometimes that those, those little differences um between like 180 and a 220 gram jig can make a difference most guys on the boat are going to be open with their information and they're looking at it like a team effort especially if you're friendly with them and you know maybe you help them out throughout the day you know if that if you ask them for information earlier and then you caught one you notice they're not catching much you'll be like hey man you know, I'm doing a stropper loop with a double sardine and it's working really well for me. You know, just maybe like keep them updated and then add that dude on Instagram, Facebook, whatever. And you guys can start kind of brainstorming afterwards and stay in touch. It's always cool to make some friends when you do go fishing on like these head boats how we have down in uh, Southern California. When you are new to the fishing scene, you have to really soak up everything like a sponge. Don't have super high expectations and don't take it personal. If there's guys that are, you know, just smoking tuna, they've been doing it a while. They know those key little points and, you know, attention to detail that it takes to be consistent and land fish. Just be observant and be friendly. That's the biggest thing I could like tell you. If you guys take one thing away from this podcast is be observant to what everybody else is doing because. 50 lines in the water or 30 lines in the water, you know, everybody's doing something different. And if you see a couple common denominators, you can turn the odds in your favor very fast. When guys go from good to professional, they have the confidence in, you know, a wide range of lures and bait and everything else, and they start developing. What I mean by developing is trying new things new tactics you know that is seen overseas in japan or the gulf coast east coast west coast or whatever but they start integrating in new tactics and start leading the pack in development and trying new things and that is how i think you go to that professional level of fishing is you've got days on the water you got experience in pretty much every situation and now you're trying new things and those new things are working. Nothing beats time on the water. 
listen and watch all YouTube and podcasts, you know, you want, but nothing is going to beat those less those hard lessons learned on the water. Like I, for a fact, will never fish anything less than 30 pound for yellowtail ever again. I've been broken off too many times, got my tail whooped too many times. I'm just going to buy the more expensive leader. And if, if I don't get bit, I don't get bit. But it's just like one of those things, you know, also <clears throat> bluefin tuna fishing. You learn the, those tunas are so rough on your gear. You're going to learn where every weakness is, whether that's your knot, your leader, your rod and reel's too light. You didn't change, you know, stock hooks out on your jigs, whatever. Time on the water, experience is going to teach you more than anything. And learn from those experiences. Remember them. Share them with your friends. So that way you guys get better as a whole. You know, I heard Alex Hermosi talk about how people are smarter than other people. And one of the things that he spoke about was who can make a mistake and learn from it faster. If you make the same mistake two or three times, you're not as smart as somebody who makes that mistake once pivots and doesn't let that mistake happen again all right guys we're gonna call it a wrap on that i hope you guys can kind of take a couple of those things that i've observed how to go from a newbie to a professional and constantly develop as a fisherman got a gnarly video on my uh, youtube and instagram of a hammerhead crushing a tarpon if you guys want to check that out also be posting my schedule this year um, when I'm going to be going fishing in San Diego, be going out of H&M Landing, Fisherman's Landing, that type of thing. If you guys want to go make a little group trip out of it, let me know. Thanks for tuning in today. Till next time, boys. Tight lines.